Hey, ladies. Hey. Welcome, everybody, back to the Garden State Mamas podcast. We are going to do part two of catching up and just what's going on in our lives today and, and any changes since our last episode, which feels like a, a million weeks ago, <laughs> even though it was only yes. seven days. I know. Man, it's been a it's been a week. Uh, yes. I feel like it's like as summer approaches, it's just starting to feel way more like so much to do and so much is going on. Yep. So we are going to do a quick catch up episode. I can't say quick. Let's be for real. <laughs> it's never <laughs> just quick. <laughs> Look, we had to make it two parts of an episode because we couldn't even get it down the first time. So uh, welcome back. If you're new here, welcome to the Garden State Mamas. We're three mamas that just like to catch up and talk about life and make sure people don't feel alone because... We will make you feel seen. If that's if that's one thing we do, we will make you feel seen. Um, so yeah, let's let's get into it real quick so that hopefully we can be quick about this one. But Case, what's up? What have you been up to? So just a little download on my life in the past week is that I am um drumroll and utter shock and uh <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like it's not a shock at all that my therapist is like, yeah, so we're like leaning towards an ADHD diagnosis. Well, first, I'm like, yeah. Awesome job on checking that off your to-do list. I know, right? <laughs> Honestly, job. I felt like just a sense of relief that I was like, I pretty much knew like now with all the resources online and, and there's so many um, there, like you said prior, there's so many moms, thank God for the moms that are sharing their stories, their ADHD diagnoses, all these women um, that are just spelling it out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like all of this is me. All that is me. This is me. This is every single thing. And technically I've been diagnosed with depression and anxiety for, I mean, the majority of my life um, and medicated for it. And when she first, she did my anxiety, like check. So she was like, let's just scale you and see where you are as far as like anxiety. And I was below average. So she's like, you really don't have like really, truly, you shouldn't right now be diagnosed with anxiety. And then when we did my ADHD, she was like, oh yeah, you're like dead on. You're like right in the middle. You're not like high you're not like crazy above average and you're not below average. She's like, you're right in the middle. So I was like, Oh, well, okay. Well, like, let's get this ball rolling. Cause I, I mean, no one wants to be on the wrong medication for anything. Right. So, um, I'm, I'm honestly just relieved and it is, it's definitely feels like, okay, I check off the list and so many things in the, as she's asking me the questions, I was like, Oh damn. Like that's, that's a symptom. Like all of my TMJ, like my jaw clenching, it, that's a thing. Um, a lot of my tingling sensation that I get in my hands that I could also be carpal tunnel, but I was just like, it's not, it's not, um, always directly correlated to the amount in which I use my hands. So I am always wondering like, what's up with that? Or like my heart palpitations, like sometimes I feel like I can feel my heart like pounding out of my chest 
in like random situations or like sometimes just like laying awake in bed. Um, so she's asking these questions and I'm like, Oh snap, (laughs) you know, like, and even like, um, you know, the physical, the, you know, the childhood version. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I did not realize that so much has been, and even school, like I did pretty well in school, but I definitely, after the, the questions that she asked, I thought to myself, like, if I had been diagnosed as a young kid, would I have struggled and needed to bust my butt so freaking hard to, to just get like B's, right? Like I was just like, I've never gotten straight A's. You know, I, I worked really hard just to like, I felt like just stay above water. And, um, so I feel validated. I feel seen. I feel, um, a huge relief. Um, and I feel like I'm not crazy. <laughs> so what's the, uh, the forward path? Like what she's now? now contacting my primary. So she's a psychologist. Um, so she's not prescribing. So now she is coupling up with my primary and they're going to make a plan going forward to wean me off of my current medication and then on to technically what I, my next, my ADHD, uh, medication. So we'll see. Crossing my fingers. I have a question. Yeah. So first off, I think that's awesome that you even go to a therapist. Oh, I love. I like. Yeah, I advocate for it huge. Me too. Everybody, even like just to have someone to talk to that's not included in your life. It's like a stranger at a bus stop, but you don't look like the crazy person just talking to a stranger at a bus stop. Which I I support that too. But I have a question. Mm -hmm. So you said that you were originally diagnosed Mm -hmm. with anxiety and depression. When, when was that? So I was originally diagnosed with anxiety and depression. I mean, I, my first time was in like right out of high school, like my senior year of high school. So that was like like my first, yeah, like what, 2005. Um, and I was like 17, 18. Um, and then I saw a therapist all throughout college and then um, even into, um, you know, my, my mid twenties and I, you know, I was lucky enough to, to graduate from therapy and get the okay to like wean myself off my medication. Um, And I honestly, like I felt fine and I was like kind of just living what I considered like, okay, I'm good. I'm, I, I, you know, I found my, my sweet spot in life. I have coping skills, you know, and a lot of it is like learning to accept that like life is not perfect. And there's always going to be just like shit, basically. <laughs> like it's just, uh, this is life. Just navigating yeah. It's smooth. just learn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's learning how to navigate. And, um, I, I think what obviously what triggered me was post kids. So I had two under two. Um, I was very far away from family and friends. So, um, I didn't have the support system that, um, I feel like I would want most people to have, at least in my head, like what I think is healthy. Um, but 
COVID for sure helped like nail that into the coffin. And I was just like, I am losing my sense of reality. I am self-diagnosing. I am diagnosing my child with all kinds of things. You know, like I was just like, I had so many, like, you know, there was the election and like everything, like social media was bananas and every single thing felt like it was on fire every single day. So I was just like, I cannot handle my reality and I don't even know if it's real. (laughs) So I immediately called to my doctor and I was like, I'm pretty sure I need to go back on my meds. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you do. So that's understandable. I've, I've been back on my meds and finally getting back to talk therapy is huge. And I mean, I'm just doing virtual, um, because it's what I can manage right now. Um, you know, my kids aren't full day in school, but, um, the whole COVID did do one good thing, which was like make a virtual meetup, um, like a normal thing. So yeah, I love that. Those options. Yes. It's huge. It's huge doctor's appointments it's amazing yeah it's really really why nice. didn't we think about doing this before yeah it's nice i mean I, I do think that there is there's definitely something to be said about like being in person for lots of different things and if you have the option and the time absolutely i would choose in person but if you are already stressed out about timing and scheduling and you know all of that like the fact that i can put a I put a movie on for my kids and I was able to have a therapy session in the kitchen. <laughs> like I was just like, this is, this is amazing. This is modern day. Is. Like uh, it, was, it was, it was fantastic. And I can't say enough about um, mental health awareness. Or even like follow up doctor's visits where it's yes. like things are going good. Right. You don't want to change anything. You don't need an exam or anything. Like rather than drive all the way to Philly to see the specialist when it was like, everything's working out. Yeah. Let's do, you know, the fact that we can now be like, hey, would you mind changing this from an in-person to a virtual so that like, I don't have to spend $17 in parking for you to say, yep, just continue what you're doing. Right. Right. Those types of, of the, of appointments. Like, I'm so glad that that kind of has changed how 100 how i don't know about you guys um i don't know because so i'm like two hours from you so Mm -hmm. i don't know if everybody does this but since moving here there's like a whole network of doctors all under like the same i guess business name or whatever and um they have a portal and any doctor that you go to if like i go to westchester for like a specialist appointment everything is loaded into the portal like from every doctor every circumstance i that's new to me because i'm coming from north carolina they're like way behind (laughs) on a lot of stuff um but i think that's awesome with the doctors so like if you need to reschedule you can just type it like a chat you know not even an email so like um Danny was in CHOP NICU, and so we kind of kept all his doctors under the CHOP umbrella. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't have to go all the way into Philadelphia because there's plenty of CHOP offices, like, um... The satellites, yeah. Yeah, all the satellites. So they have all of his information from the time he was in the NICU 
to every single visit and every single doctor can go through. And we actually ended up in the ER, the CHOP ER in Voorhees um, when he was three. And they were like, well, you know, you, and it was, you know, he was having gastro issues. And they were like, we can see that you've been visiting the gastroenterologist. They had all of his records from the gastro at the ER. Yeah, that's so convenient. Like, Whoa. That's how it should like, be. This is crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm considering switching him to a CHOP pediatrics office yeah. just so that it's all. Because we, we picked the pediatrics office that's literally three and a half minute drive from my house. Yeah. But it's very old school. It's very, like, they're still using the same, like, baby weighing tables that were there when I went there in 1986, 87. Like, the, it still looks exactly the same. Like, even the stuff that's on the wall is the same decorations that were on the wall wow. when I went there as a child. Does it smell um, like a, a basement? <laughs> that's just, that's just no, what I'm picturing. No. And I mean, they've definitely like moved up where they have like an online, like where I can log in and see the notes and things like that. But it's just like if we were to take him to the ER or whatever, like they wouldn't have his pediatrics records yeah. because it's not connected. So I've been and I haven't been very happy with our pediatrician lately anyway. So I'm looking into doing CHOP because it should be all the records should be like just there. It makes it so, so much easier. Yeah. I love it. And I have a profile for me and both of the kids. So all my stuff is in there. And then like, if I have doctor's notes, they get uploaded on there. So if I have to reprint it, it's just so convenient. Uh, go Pennsylvania for that one. Yes. Oh, I, it's under UPMC. What is it under? UPMC. UPMC. Okay. I, I, I'm under Cooper Health. So when we moved down to South Jersey, um, I was born at Cooper Hospital, but now there's Cooper affiliates everywhere. There's family mm -hmm. practices. Um, I mean, I found my OBGYN there um, and I love them. Like I was like, I love that I can just, I found my primary and then bloop. It was like, oh, I can go to all the Cooper affiliates and everything's just all enmeshed into that one mm -hmm. thing. And I, I said the same, actually the same thing to my mother-in-law when she moved back up here. I was like, find the closest hospital that you are cool with dealing with. And if in an emergency you're going there <laughs> and mm -hmm. like, if they have, a, if they have a regular practice, like if it's, you know, what, whatever, for instance, ours is Cooper. I mean, there's a million, but, um, start there because I was like, you know, all the referrals, everything that I went to, it just stems from my primary and just the fact that I know not only that, but it's convenient for like staying in all of my in-network um, insurance purposes. Like I was right. just like, cool. Like you already know my insurance. Like all of this is already in your system. The less paperwork I have to fill out, the better. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, I don't have to do every single time I show up to a doctor's office. I don't have to fill out the same questions over and over and over again. So that's nice. Yeah. Now if we can just get some universal health. Mm. Amen. That's the next step. That's, that's going 
It's going to happen. We're, we're speaking positive. Okay? I know. We're, we're putting it into the it. universe. We're putting it into yeah, the I'm universe. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? We can do so. What about you, Val? What are you up to? Well, speaking of universal health care, um, so I have, you know, it's been 10 years gap between my kids, and I'm finding out all these new, um, I don't know, gadgets or like treatments and stuff that I just never knew about before. So I feel like I should actually start a commercial for this because I have so many great things, but the, the nose free to snot sucker, you said you guys did use that before, right? Oh, yeah. yes, we did. Okay, so for anyone listening, what it is, is basically, I'm going to try to explain what's on the picture. It's a straw. The mom has her mouth on the straw, Mm -hmm. and it is connected to, like, a little time capsule thing that goes to the baby's nostril. The mom sucks in the straw, or the parent, takes all of the the snot out of the baby's nose. So the whole point of it is basically to blow the baby's nose for them. Yes. I never knew about that, and I think that that's amazing. So I... My catch-up is I'm hanging out with my baby and finding all <laughs> the things that I've missed in the last 10 years that are for, for, for kids. It's amazing. Yeah, like, all right, so I'm going to blow your mind for a second. Yes. They now have the Frida baby electric, so the mom or the parent does not have to suck. See, I saw that, but I was like, I don't, I don't even know if I'm down for any of it because the pulling out of the nose was freaky electric or not just or it's just weird. well i just re- like when it's when it's a real bad cold i just remember like i think view casey with like the jaw locking up because you're like oh my god trying to get and and i when i found out that there was an electric one i was like oh i wish that had been around when i needed it because, yeah i might ooh, still look tired. into that because and it works though so if it pulls it the same way yeah because now it doesn't freak me out because i see like you're not pulling the my baby's like head down you know what I mean? <laughs> the straight's not you're not gonna suck his brain i can't so yeah i've never used i've never used the electric nose frida however i used to be a neti pot fan and then we got this like automatic like battery operated neti pot where like you literally just shove the two things up your nose and it has the whole like it has the saline it has a thing i was so terrified and i swore it off like i tried it the first time and i like choked i didn't know what i was doing i didn't understand it it was not the same as the neti pot where it's like goes in one nostril comes out the other no 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 i was not understanding the physics of it all but now i'm freaking like <laughs> I am obsessed with this thing. So like it's the adult version of the nose Frida and I am tagging them and hashtagging it on this because they need to know that we are fans. Like I, I am all about the new technology that is assisting us in clearing our nasal passages or anything else, but it's amazing. And, and it's not, and it's, I like that it doesn't take like medications. Like there's so many issues with right. us that like there are, we don't always need the medicine. First, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Allergies. You can take your Claritin. That's great. But your nose is still stuffy in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So what you going to do? That makes perfect sense. Now I'm going to have to Google that and add it to the list of, or add it to my cart. Cause that's what I, every, I'll just go through stuff like add to cart. I'll come back to you. I'll save you for later. Okay. I'll look that up. Yeah. Because the nose frame is amazing. My baby's not crazy about it, but 
And neither is his dad because he's like, that is not, I, I was not trying to get nothing like that. I'm like, it's okay. I'll get it. Oh, yeah. No, Chris was like, I am not doing that. And I was like, it's good because I'm like, there's, I'm a, I don't know about you guys, but like blood, puke, poop, like not, none of it really bothers me. To a point, like, boogies don't bother me. Like, there's no amount of, like, I mean, it's not my favorite thing, obviously. I'm not like, woohoo, I gotta clean up vomit. But, like, it's never a thing where I'm, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I know, I know that some people are, like, the kid sneezes and, like, snot's coming out their nose. And the mom is, like, 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 I'm like, I'm just, I've never, I'm like, here, just wipe it on my shirt. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm Um, with you, except the throw up, bro. No, that's fitting up. Oh, yeah. But actually throwing up, I'm like, yeah, like you go sit down and you rest because I'm about to gag the whole time in Mm -hmm. here and I don't want you to know. So here's some tea. You know what I mean? I can't do, and I was a CNA for like years and I can like change a grown person with one hand, mm-hmm. but if they throw up and be like, <laughs> no, count me out. That's okay. Go you Casey. Cause I, it, look, if my kid throws up near you, I am thankful that you would clean it I up. I got Thank you. you. I got you. <laughs> it's just some puke. Yeah. None of that. Now, when I was younger, like I had stomach of steel, like nothing bothered me. Now I've noticed that I do start to get a little like queasy about mm. like vomit and things like that. But definitely like poop and pee, that's that's nothing. Like none of that bothered. I think it's my dad worked for a sewage disposal company, so it's like we've talked about poop and him getting like poop in his mouth and stuff like that. Like poop is always a topic <sighs> in my household. Um, so like. Yeah, but I I actually was like, oh, man, like, I got this stomach of steel when I was younger. I'm like, this is going to be great if I ever have kids. And then I had a kid, and, and now I'm not as strong with mm-hmm. the stomach. And I'm like, wait, what happened? It was reversed. Like, no, I need this the stomach of steel now. Yeah. Now that I have a dirty kid. <laughs> but, they are. Yeah, I'm also the same. It doesn't really bother me. Although this not thing was kind of gross, like the first time where you got a really good amount out it's like oh this thing is i was so excited god for the filter yeah but i was like i'm like i'm all about you right now (laughs) you sneezed come here i'm also i should i feel like i should preface this with like okay so disclaimer and i hope i don't gross any people are gonna gag but like i'm like the pimple popper like i so (laughs) I should put this as an example. Today, I blew my nose. We've all had like crazy allergies, whatever. It's like re-triggered this past week. My entire house is like boogie central. And Charlie legit asked to see my tissue. She was like, can I see that? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) because, but I check their color of their snot. Because right. I want to make sure. I'm like, is it clear? Is it yellow? Is it flummy? Is it green? Is it, you know, like it says a lot. But like she ch- <laughs> she checked it like she thought she knew what she was doing. She was like, <laughs> can I check that? 
can I check your tissue? Can I check? <laughs> can I look at that? And I was like, no, baby, it's fine. Like, it's gross. And she was just like, no, I need to see it. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm creating a little monster. Like, weird. This gross it little. sounds like you're creating you. Yes. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't want to. Like, I don't want to give her my issues. Let, oh, I'm like, here, let me. Let me micromanage your boogies. Like, <laughs> like, I don't need that. That poor girl. But, oh, so, well, I am all for the TikTok. I'm all for moms. And I will, I will, I just said, like, I came to a lot of my realization and self-actualization of my ADHD because of moms going on social media and saying, this is what's happening in my life. Um, so I'm, I am advocating for it. So anything that's going to help um, create awareness of things that are actually helping people, I'm down. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lise? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so yeah, end of the school year, things are getting crazy. Things are getting busy. Um I joined the PTA board, so I'm now part of, officially part of the PTA, which I had been volunteering a lot anyway, so it just kind of made sense to just be part of the board. But this is all going to come around for for why that I had to preface with that. So I had a birthday party today, um, and it was just one of those, it was winding down, we're getting towards the end, and um, a lot of the kids were from the same class as my son and what i noticed is a lot of the kids in the same class also live in the same neighborhood which is the neighborhood that's right behind Mm -hmm. us so you know think of your traditional like uh they were probably all built in the like 80s and 90s so at least they have a little bit of a yard but the houses are all really close together there's some like um what are they called um circles courts cul-de-sacs cul-de-sacs yes um so that kind of neighborhood. So they all know each other. They're all like, you know, so I was sitting at the table and there's these two that live apparently a street across from like next to each other or whatever. Um, and they get to talking and the woman is very dramatic. Like the whole time it was like, Oh, did you see this? Oh, did you hear about this 18 year old trying to get on an elementary school bus and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no. First of all, I don't pay attention to nothing. Like, mind my own business. Like, unless it happened right in front of me. No, I probably don't know anything about it. I don't follow the other neighborhood (laughs) Facebook pages. I'm barely on Facebook as it is. Like, I definitely don't follow other neighborhoods. I don't live in a neighborhood. So, I definitely... I don't follow any of that. Like, and I definitely... And I even... I've checked out the Towns page... And it's a little too much for me. So I had to back it up. Now, this woman also at kindergarten orientation was a bit, like, too much for me. Like, I remember being like, whoa. And then one time she was at our bus stop because they were paving in the back. And she was, like, way too much for me at 830 in the morning. Like, just too much. Well, one of the dads, they start, like, feeding off of each other. And then, you know, this... and. It is May 21st of 2023, and these two start complaining about how they were forced to get vaccinated for COVID. 
Ooh. And I'm like, come on, y'all. It, it's been two years since that happened. Like, get over it. Like, and they're both talking about how they'll never do it again. The one, the guy's military. Like, he willingly got shot up with things like anthrax and all that when he joined. And didn't, you know, if he did complain, like, it wasn't as big of a complaint as this whole COVID thing was. Like, and... And her, she works in a nursing home. And yeah. she's like, complaining that she was forced to get vaccinated. And I'm like, I don't... Like, the science is there. Yeah. Why are we anti-science? Why are we... And, like, part of me wanted to be like, I got every shot. Please shoot me up again. I don't care. I don't... And guess what? I've never gotten covid but, you yeah. know, they do that same, that same repeat of like, I got it and I still ended up with COVID. And but Yes, you probably got the flu before, too, because you work in a nursing home. So I'm sure you get sick all the time. It happens even if you get the shot. Yeah. But now that I think about it, she probably doesn't get the flu shot either. But I was just like, it's 2023 and these are the conversations that we're still having. Is there nothing else to talk about? And then I think, oh, wait all the other conversation was about all the drama. Yes. I don't want to talk about that either. Yeah. Is there any way that we can have a conversation about like, I don't know. Literally anything else, anything, anything? of a positive um, aspect. Right? Cause gossiping like, is negative. You're right. complaining oh, about, about something. Like the, the new Italian place that opened up on main street. Can we talk? Can we talk about that? Like, great new small business took over from another business. Like, fantastic. Like, have you been there yet? No, no, no. Let's continue to talk about how we were forced to get vaccinated two years ago. I think, too, like, once you said someone else, like, once you find that one other person that, like, is going to validate those feelings, I think sometimes it can make it feel... That's a good point. Like... If maybe the original woman had just been talking into a void, at some point she would have just stopped because there was not any reciprocation. It sounded like, um, but the fact that someone else joined in and he was military, like sometimes, um, sometimes I feel like people take their jobs and I, I am a hundred percent like I, I give all of our respect to our military men and women and especially our, any nursing, any, you know, caretakers, all of that. However, like you are working as a public, it is a public service. You are working in a healthcare field. You are working for the people. And when it, like you said, it's been like scientifically proven not only are the vaccines safe, but they're helping keep you alive. Even if you do get COVID, it could be keeping it from getting deadly or more serious than it needs to be. Um, and even like, I, I find that like people roll their eyes about like when I say I test still, like if I'm at all showing any quote unquote COVID symptoms, we still test. 
And I, I have seen people literally roll their eyes at me or be like, oh my God, like seriously. And I'm like, yes, like I, I don't know, like, why are you aggravated at that? Like, why are you upset that I'm taking precaution, not only for my own family, but for yours as well? And everyone that I interact with and everyone that my kids interact with and go to school with and all those teachers and all those kids and all those families, like, I just don't understand that. Like, it's, it, it, it just, it never made sense to me in the beginning. I don't think it's going to make sense to me down the road. Why we're still talking about it to you. That, that's later. the thing like, is like, I think you get stuck in whatever cycle that is there. Their talking point is they were forced. They didn't like right. that they were forced to because of their job. However, the truth of the matter was there was no mandate in America. Like they could have left their jobs, which I actually know people that did leave their jobs because they didn't want to get their shot and they weren't forced to like they chose to get the shot because they wanted to work at their jobs. And I know that it feels forceful, but like there was good reason. There was like actual, there was actual reason for it. And it, it does kind of make me sad that people still doubt that. Right. And then, you know, it, part of it was that like drama of it and uh, you know the two of them feeding off of mm-hmm. each other were getting themselves like into that dr- dramatic like frenzy frenzy yeah so then we're talking about how next week is spring fair and i had not mentioned that i was on the board of the pta yet i was just like yeah i will be there in the morning i let them know that i'll get there like as soon as I can, but I, I don't do mornings very well. And they were asking for people at like 6.30 in the morning. I was like, that's definitely not going to be me. I was like, so I'm I'm going, I'll probably be there, you know, I told them around like 9.30. But I was like, I've, you know, I'm, I'm part of the board now. So, you know, it, it doesn't really matter what time I show up. Like I'm, I'm going to be kind of filling in wherever yeah. they need me. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get assigned something directly. I'm just going to be, like, wherever they need me, that's where I'm going to be. Because the board has to be able to, like, float around and do a bunch of different things. So, and she's like, oh, you're on the board? And I was like, yeah, you know, I was volunteering a lot anyway. So, it just kind of made sense that I joined it. I have the time. You know, most weeks, Monday through Thursday, I have a lot of time. So, you know, I can, I can give that time to them. So I thought, why not? And it, you know, I was there anyway. So, and she was like, oh, well, they, a few weeks, I don't even know if it was a few weeks, teacher appreciation week, whenever that was, because it all blends together now. Um, midway through, they got a message that there were these like extra cases of Girl Scout cookies. Now the PTA person from one of the other elementary schools because there's five in our town, had reached out to our group, not me, because I wasn't, I'm not that part of the board yet, but had reached out to one of the leaders of ours and was like, hey, we asked companies to donate cases of Girl Scout cookies for the teacher 
for Teacher Appreciation Week, we have extra cases of Girl Scout cookies. Would you like them? And then they asked, and our leaders were kind of like, wait, we talked to you back when the cookies were for sale. They wanted us to also participate in getting businesses to donate. And our PTA didn't feel comfortable with that because we have so many different troops. Right. They didn't want to pick like one specific troop to help out. So they said, no, thank you. We don't want to, you know, put our effort into only one troop when there's multiple troops in the school. And then they reach out saying they had the extra cookies like weeks late, like months later. You know, they're like, we have these extra cookies. Do you want them? Yeah. And they were like, we don't want it if it has anything to do with like a specific troop. And they were like, no, no, no. It's the businesses that donated the cookies. Can you just thank the businesses that donated the cookies? Okay. So our PTA was like, fine. We're okay with, you know, putting the businesses up there. Not a problem. And then the one person on the PTA made these cute little, our theme was like baseball. So she made those, you know, like the old school, like cotton candy holders would have that mm -hmm. like box that yeah. they, they like wore. So she made those. Oh my gosh. And then she like had her son and then they even got Danny for a little bit. Like just the, the PTA members children, yeah. because those are the ones that they know to go around and like hand out the cookies. Well, apparently it was this woman's daughter's troop. Got it. And because our PTA didn't thank that troop, she started posting on Facebook about not, not, not recognizing yeah. the troop. Jeez. And we were like, whoa, like, you know... We don't Why know. don't and people then, talk to each other? That's just so right? weird. Like, we're grown. And then she probably, what, put a subliminal post or just a broad post. Like, reach out to the organization. Reach out to the people. And on top of that, then she believes her fourth grader and kindergartner that the Boy Scouts were selling cookies. Don't they do popcorn or something else usually? It was because boys were handing out the cookies. They weren't selling God. them. Yeah. The boys, because they were the children of the PTA, yeah. were handing out the cookies. So the girls came home and said the Boy Scouts were selling cookies. And she, like, took it as truth and, like, Oof. that is what happened and how, how could... It, and, like, blew it up on Facebook and, like, I wasn't even... Like, I didn't know it was happening until I saw, like, that they had removed the post and that they were, like, messaging her directly of, like, you don't need to get nasty with us. Like, this is what happened. Your troop did not donate the cookies. Right. The businesses donated the cookies. Yeah. But not like that. It's and not your business. Like, oh, my goodness. Right. And they were like, and we don't have a problem, like, if you had just reached out to us and said, hey... My daughters are in this troop. They're in the school. Yeah. Is there a way that you could thank the troop in a post? And like, they were like, that's fine. Like, and they did do that. They did it after all this kerfuffle. But it was like, in the end, it was really kind of like, none of that had to be dramatic. None of that had to be. 
that all sounds so unnecessary and really she probably doesn't have much else in her like is nothing else bothering her like there's nowhere else to put your energy yeah well and this was like teacher appreciation week we had four events during the week and the the heads of the pta like they had been busting their butts oh yeah all week of course. and then you get this kind of mess like facebook comment it was like, and it's on facebook too that's even more right of a shot at them yeah and i was just like oh you were the mom that did that oh, oh she is she the one that was talking at the birthday to- <gasps> oh <God. laughs> so she is she's just walking drama she talks about it she starts it she likes it publicly yeah. That's the yeah. same one. Same one. And I was like, oh, oh. oh. Then I just like, oh. And then I realized like her little girl, oh they often have sit with Danny on the bus. Oh. And I'm like, oh. the bus driver's always like, oh, Danny likes redheads. And I'm like, oh, okay. And You're like, he's seven. <laughs> Can I, can, no, no, with no, that, like, I hate comments like that. I, do I don't know why people do that to kids. <laughs> I do too. People be like, oh, is this, is this your boyfriend? Is this your girlfriend? It's like, no, no, we don't yeah. do like, we're not raising our daughters to be wives and we're not raising our, our boys to just be husbands. Like there's so much more. Right. Don't. Or just don't like, sexualize even, our kids. Like. Yeah, they're not thinking about it. They might like them because they like them. They're funny. They're nice. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be anything. 100%. Yeah, so if you but do yeah, that, so that don't our, do it anymore. Whoever's that was listening. our birthday party this afternoon. Wow. That's a lot. This also makes me so scared for my kids to go into elementary school because I'm like, I want to like, I would love to be on the PTA, but now I'm like, maybe not. Like, maybe I don't want that drama. But I'm hoping. Well, they said they warned the new the newbies that like it's not normally like that. Like they were just like it, it, they were like we rarely have anything like this happen. But like I guess it's kind of good that you guys see it now because we're not officially on the on the board until. Well, I guess week, there's always going to be one. Yeah, there's always yeah. going to be somebody saying something. Someone's not going to be but happy. Then the, the um. The the father of the one was like, oh, we have a pool. Like, make sure you, like, come and hang out this summer. And then after the whole, like, conversation at the end of the party, I was just like, I would probably be considered a bad influence on your wife. So <laughs> you're like, you don't <laughs> want me there. I definitely don't subscribe to what you subscribe to. Yeah. So, but he was really nice. And that's, like, what ruins it is, like. He was really nice, but then it's like, I don't want to have to listen to that kind of like, you're still hung up on something from two years ago that. Yeah. Well, not you just hung up on something from two years ago, but like, this is a, all of us can say that we experienced COVID together, right? Yeah. So all the news articles that, that we were reading and we were seeing and like, you couldn't escape it for a while. It was you so you scary. know what the deal was. Like yeah. you knew why it was happening. You know, like like a lot of us are shit dealing with shit that happened twenty years ago. You know what I mean? But this is a joint thing. And you're gonna talk about it. So what? You regret getting a vaccine that might help my grandfather stay yeah. safe? Oh, you might you regret getting a vaccine that might help your wife's clients and residents stay mm-hmm. safe? Like when you get to the bottom like 
the deep version of it. And 2020 is crazy. I turned 30 and this was the type of shit that was everywhere. And I was in the South and nobody believes in mm-hmm. science in that area. Oh yeah. And it's like, you don't care about others. And that's really frustrating. You see the causes, like the harm that's there. You see all of it. It's and not. New Jersey was hit so hard. Yeah. And like, I was, I know people who've lost. Oh gosh. Lost yes. Five, six, seven members of their family. Yeah. Like, Yep. New Jersey was hit. Maybe not in this area. Obviously, this area was definitely way more. It's still Jersey, though. It's so tiny. Everybody's close in radio. Like Philly, New York, everybody's all together. Like when I was in North Carolina, I was talking to you guys up here. And it's like they're still wearing masks in the store. I'm still wearing masks in the store because I trust New Jersey's judgment more than North Carolina's at the time because we were only in lockdown technically for like a month. And then a lot of relationships I have with people, coworkers, whatever, they just totally turn me off because it's like, now I'm seeing you don't want the vaccine. And not only that, you're not going to wear a mask. And like, I put hand sanitizer on the table at the cookout. Did you use it? You know what I mean? Like now I have to be, cause for it's our safety yeah. and whoever you, whoever you touch and go near, like it's just the, with the Christians, you know, taking care of your neighbors. Yeah. No, <laughs> that was not even even people that are not Christians were trying to take care and love their neighbors. No, we didn't I, see that. I 100%, <laughs> I 1000%, like you took the words out of my mouth because we were in Georgia and the state of Georgia shut down for the minimum of two weeks. And that was that like, is even worse. It, we shut down for two weeks and then, I mean, still, even when it was shut down, I, I mean... Yes, there were less people on the road, but I mean, people still walked around in stores like no mask and would give give me dirty looks if I was wearing a mask. Like my kids did not come with me. And if I dare to bring my kids in like later down the road, months down the road with a mask on. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, people acted as though I had stolen those children and <laughs> were just parading them around in, you know, like I, it, it was like, how dare you put a mask on that child? How dare you? And, and, but I will, I will say that over the course of that summer where like, um, where Delta came out. So I think it was 2021 Mm -hmm. summer of 2021 because we had come up here to visit family. There was this nice little dip. It was like perfectly timed where we came up and the numbers were super low up here. Um, we actually got to see some family and, um, we're super careful, careful about like who saw the kids who didn't see the kids You know, like if you hadn't been anywhere, if you, you know, practiced all the X precautions, you were fine to see us. You call me crazy. Fine. I'm a million of my family and friends were like, you're going a little bit nuts. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Like you can do whatever you want to do, but I have two babies and I would rather err on the side of caution. So (laughs) Because, you know, and that was another thing, like parents with little kids that couldn't get vaccinated. Um, I mean, God, I Charlie just got her first vaccinations, what, this year? 
Like, I'm trying to think of like when she first got her, I think it was this year. And that was just like terrifying. Anyway, stay on track case. Um, that feeling of coming back to Georgia and Delta hitting, I think hit Georgia a lot differently because the hospitals were so overwhelmed and people, I mean, well, they were experiencing what we had experienced the first time around. The first time yes. around. So, and that like we was had when already been through that. That crazy. was when I really started seeing people wearing masks, like start to wear masks at the store. Um, and even then, it was like, oh, it's like fifty fifty. But for me, I was like a one percent. Like I was like maybe if I went to Walmart, you know, I might have seen. Amongst walking past 50 people, there might have been two other people with masks on. Um, so I definitely, and, and people would stare and people would look at me and think I was bananas or whatever. And that's fine. <laughs> like, But, and I kept my distance too. Like I, I didn't even want to go down aisles where people were down the aisle. Like I would wait, I would specifically wait for them to leave the aisle before I went down. But like, I was scared. I was, I was petrified, but like, I also kind of felt like what's the harm in being careful. Right. Right. Mind your own business. If you don't want to wear a mask, you know, don't have to give me dirty looks. Like, mind your own business. You don't want to wear it, then don't and wear it. But don't give me an attitude for wearing it. And that's the thing that, like, it. I just didn't understand was, like, if uh, if we're in the Bible Belt, if we're in Georgia, and, you know, that the whole Christianity point that Val brought up is, like, why aren't we looking out for our neighbor? Why aren't we you know, erring on the side of caution? Why is everyone so concerned about themselves instead of their neighbors and the people that it really did affect, which were the immunocompromised. So, and they wanted to say like, Oh, children, it doesn't, it's not affecting children. Well, that's not true. It didn't not affect children. It just didn't affect children as severely. There are plenty of children that died from it. And like that alone is horrifying like i don't i mean so many people died unnecessarily i felt like because of the way it was handled especially in the news and the media and the press and everything and and the falsities that were being spread i mean i 100% in the beginning i remember posting on facebook like it's just a virus we're going to get a vaccination and we're going to go back to normal. Well, guess what? I was wrong. And I will hundred percent eat that post because it was early on. That was before we knew that it was spreading asymptomatically. So like once that news came out in March of 2020, that's when like we were like, and we're in a bunker. <laughs> like, we're never coming out of our hole, but I'm, I still, I still can't believe every time I go out to eat or at a bar or anything in public like that, I'm like, Oh, thank God. 
thank God we got back to normal because for a while I was like, are we ever going to be normal again? Like, are we ever going to be able to go to a baseball game? Are we ever going to be able to go to any sporting events, any concerts, any, you know, just hosting parties? I was just like, oh my God, school, the poor kids in the school, like, oh, and the teachers and talk about teachers appreciation. Mm, they need way more than just a week. And they're still suffering. I mean, that whole. Very much. So, like, it has. I, talking to the, the teachers that I've talked to, it's like it it hasn't gotten easier with the kids being back in school. No. You've got the kids who did, like, kindergarten virtually. <laughs> like, how do you do kindergarten virtually? You, you like, try. Right. You try your best. You know, the few the few times that we had to do preschool virtually, yeah. I was like, this is insanity. Like, you know, so, and I see, like, I saw those kids interacting with each other today, and it was like recess. It was recess because it was, they're all in school together. And it was just a madhouse. It, it like, screaming and, and, like, and I know that they're kept much, like, calmer and quieter like once they're in the building but i'm like these like you still can't control six five six and seven year olds yeah like it's just and to do that virtually like i don't know how i don't know how that worked so you have those kids who were going into kindergarten in 2020 who are now in like third grade it's like yeah well they always say all the all these covid kids were are weird or or have they're a different breed. I, I think we're weird. all going to be weird breed. for forever. I mean, that was, I think everyone who lived through it is just going to be kind of weird. <laughs> like it's just... yeah. Okay. Well, I also don't want to dwell on something that happened three years yeah. ago and two yeah. years ago, but I get it. yeah, it was just, it was a crazy, crazy birthday party. But... <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And summer's coming up. So I feel like, you know, uh, we've got like. We're already getting the end of school dates and and just like we're, we're getting to the end and everything's starting to feel like I can't even believe it's the last week of or pretty much the last week of May coming I up. Know. Like I was like, oh, I still need to like get down to the shore and put up brochures and actually do stuff because I launch on June 1st in Wildwood. And I'm like, I haven't even got, gone down there and like worked with like a restaurant partner and things like that. And I'm like, I should probably get on that because it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but it, and then next weekend's Memorial day weekend. So I definitely don't want to be trying to go down there next weekend. So we shall see what I end up trying to squeeze into this week because it already looks busy and it's only getting busier and I still haven't figured out anything for summer camp. How about you case? Um, we did sign up for summer camp. Um, that starts like the last week of June through July. So I'm excited about that. Um, with the exception of the one week that we will be in Knobles. Um, but can I briefly talk about how excited I am for our next guest that's coming on that, um, we're scheduled to record in a couple weeks. Um, with Caitlin Johnstone. Um, she's an elementary school teacher from Sarasota, Florida, and she is the founder of Kind Cotton. And basically she created this brand, um, 
They sell t-shirts and hoodies and um, all kinds of apparel. And what she does, um, she's a teacher. She worked with um, 90% of the students that fell below the poverty poverty line. Um, So this entire brand came about because she wanted to give back to that community and these kids in these schools that needed the books that needed this source of, um, income for this education gap. Um, and she bridged that gap and it, it, like, I'm so excited to talk to her about how she got started and how she's managing this. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited because I love these t-shirts. Like she's very, um, there, there's a bunch of like her pride ones are amazing. Um, all the LGBTQ, her, um, I don't know. I, I think her like pro-life ones. Um, I want to, I'm like, I want to buy all of them. They're so cute, but, um, I'm really excited to talk to her cause it's blown up huge. And I'm just like, so intrigued to talk to women that start businesses at, that, aren't just hobbies and they like actually do well and they see it through. And it's just like, Oh, like I'm in awe of you that you've done something incredible and you're doing it, not just for yourself, but like for the good of a community. So that I'm excited for future episodes, but summer has a lot of good stuff. I I'm going to be really optimistic about this summer. And please stay tuned. A lot of people are tagging us. Thank you so much for all the ideas, the parks, hikes, um, little getaways, like in the tri-state area for summertime. Um, I actually just posted one about, um, it's in North Jersey, but there's like a little uh, creek or river where we can actually look for like dinosaur fossils in New Jersey. And I was like, oh my God, I want to go. Oh, we have one of the largest dinosaur fossil i mean they're currently building a museum on it yeah uh it's right behind the lows in seoul oh my gosh i had no rowan i had no idea yeah rowan's doing a or i mean they're building a huge museum there okay but i went to an event there uh last summer i think it was like the last event before they were shutting the space down to build the museum and the guy who like runs it was explaining that they they have a theory that after the meteoroid hit down by the yucatan peninsula that the dinosaurs had migrated north and it actually they ended up basically dying out in new jersey like they not all in new jersey but that kind of like latitude line wow because they were trying to get away from like the clouds yeah. and the ash and, and everything that they were trying to get away so they were moving north and that that is their theory is that they ended up in new jersey because they are finding tons and tons of of fossils and things like that in that area right there right in seoul like right in the middle of like everything there's this huge that is so amazing like i'm so i was so excited when i found that and i was like i need to take the kids on a field trip because 
don't wear shoes that have white bottoms. Though. Oh, okay. Yes. Is there's it clay? in like, no, there's something like in the dirt that turns like white green. Hmm. Okay. Like, I don't know what it is that's in, in the, I guess it's clayish. I don't know. It, it was dry, but even the like Maybe it's dust like, was, uh, would turn it green. I don't want to say prehistoric algae, but like, it might be just <laughs> like this. <laughs> Who knows what's really in that cool. dirt? And yeah. If it's been. I got to drink beer and wine while listening about the. And that sounds awesome. So it was really cool. So, so yeah, if, cool. If once that museum is finished, and I think it, they're like moving along. Like I think it's supposed to be finished in. I'm going to try and find it so we can tag it as well. Yeah, Rowan's associated with it. It's yeah, um, but it's a, a a family that is donating the money for the museum. So cool. But really cool. Um, Val, what about you? You got anything for for summer for like camps or anything like that? So we actually have a summer camp here that's free for the families in the district. Oh, awesome. It is awesome. It's from, I want to say like first graders to sixth graders. I think once you turn 12, you're too old. Um, But it's Monday through Friday, free, like nine to three. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so my daughter will be doing that cause she gets to hang out and she doesn't really with, with our hours, she doesn't really have to go, but like, if you want to go hang out with your friends and go get a tan, go yeah. right ahead, girl. So that's what she'll be doing. Um, I'm waiting for the baby to be able to hold his head up and then we can set mm. up our little inflatable pool, but really it's like a little tub with some water, you know, just to kick his feet. And, oh yeah. You know, but, um. I love that he's an April baby because I get to enjoy the summer, you know, to be out for, for now. Oh, yeah. I'm in no rush to go back to work. Johnny, that's, that's <laughs> funny that you say that because he, well, he was a March baby. And I think we spent the entire first summer with him kicking in his little, like, his his bathtub like yeah pool thing you know the baby thing and we would just fill it up with water and put him on the porch and he just kicked and loved life for like yep and i was like this is a nice break (laughs) and he like got energy you know he expended his energy out he was like trying to lift his head and oh my god it was awesome i loved it yeah that's what we did six months uh the like the week or so before my mom's like birthday celebration down the shore so he hit six months and we were able to take him in the pool finally and while we were down the shore so he had his first like beach trip and his first pool at my mom's birthday um and he he moved really like he was crawling by five months so he was like crawling all over the beach holy cow living his best life so yeah he was walking by 10 months and Jeez, that was was Charlie. Johnny was like, no, I'm good. I'll just roll everywhere. (laughs) Johnny was roller. (laughs) He could roll. He could like meander. He would like position himself. It was funny. I think back to it now, especially Bluey, like the butt. What was the butt shuffle? I was a butt shuffler. And I was just like, yep. That's it's when you look back, it's like, why were we in such a rush to make you walk or talk like Oh yeah, we only got like five months. 
of peace where you knew like, you could set him down right. somewhere and he wouldn't and I was be. Like, Man. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I wish we would have known this. I would have tried to hit more breweries when he could like sit in his little carrier because once he hit five months, there was no containing it's true. him. It's true. And we had to go places that he could like move yep. in because he was he would not be contained anymore. I mean, not that he ever was able to be contained. He's still like that. But that's a chat for another day. Ladies, it was good catching up. Yeah. We'll be back. Uh, make sure you tag us in any of your summer plans. I didn't actually say anything because I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing. Um, we'll figure it out. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. I got to figure that one out. We're thinking gymnastics. We're thinking intensive swim lessons. We're thinking a whole bunch of things, but we haven't pulled the trigger yet on anything. So um, we'll figure it out. Um, and I'll let you know as soon as I figure that out. Um, remember, you can send us any questions that you might have about us mamas to gardenstatemamas at gmail.com. And you can always hit us up on the socials, Garden State Mamas, at Facebook and Instagram. Yes. And ladies, we will talk again next week. Bye. Bye. See you.